it looks nice and tidy, I have to say. I really like it. I really like looking at my Instagram feed. <laughs> if you as a business think that Instagram is your place to be, then but you're not that um, into Instagram yourself, then it's always nice to work with influencers on um, Instagram. I think that's a perfect way yeah. of not getting too much involved, but still be on there and get your your target audience to see yeah. you. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. First of all, welcome, Kerstin. Thank you for being back on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me again. It was so nice last time. <laughs> yeah, so this is the second episode. If you haven't listened to the first one of the social media series, make sure you do. Um, well, Kerstin introduces herself, but also where we're talking a bit more about Facebook and um, why you might want to use Facebook for your business. And today we are talking a bit more about Instagram. And most of you are probably familiar with Instagram and use it a lot. And maybe there's some stuff um, that you might know better than us, maybe, who knows? <laughs> but what we want to do is just talking about it and starting a conversations about things. So we're going to dive right in. I'm going to start by telling you a bit more about my Instagram experience, uh, why I didn't join it at the beginning, why am I most active on it now, <laughs> and how it might have affected my business as well using it. And then uh, we're looking a bit more into tips and tricks um, with Kerstin as well. So um, I was quite late in joining Instagram actually. Because um, to be honest, yes, uh, social media is important and is also great for personal use, but um, and it can be very very effective for your business. Um, however, I was always someone who likes to do more things in person, uh, meeting people, networking, especially with the nature of what I'm um, offering, which was mainly the one-to-one -one coaching. Now it developed, obviously, over time. I built up this great startup online community. I have a lot of online courses on there, live webinars. Um, I have free 30-day kickstart your business challenges. And a lot of it is online. And even the one-to-ones these days uh, are happening mainly online, not just because of the situation we're having at the moment, but because I have clients um from all over Europe, let's say, uh, that are also in different time zones and it's just not sustainable and also not, um, yeah, I don't know, I can't justify enough to just travel for a meeting to a different country. Um, so I was then joining, okay, let's start with this Instagram because like we said in the last episode, um, my generation was more the Facebook generation. <laughs> so we're using Facebook and I'm not on there. And I still like it and I also use it for my business. But I was like, oh, I can't just jump on every new social media that comes out there and use it. Um, because it's, it's also a lot of work to get to know it and a lot of time and effort you have to spend to build up um, a following stuff. And um, I'm still working my way through it and I'm not focusing all my attention on it, I have to say, because I know that, um, let's say, 
a lot of my clients don't come from social media. Um, however, there are certain features that really work on social media for me. Also, for example, my, my books that I publish, they seem to work very well to be um, promoted on social media. So you always have to think about and track all your marketing and social media activities and see what really works there and what works best on which platform and test. It's a lot of uh, trial and error and testing things. Um, so I joined Instagram and I started posting things um, without really a strategy, but just to get going and just to get to familiar with the uh, platform. And this is also what you can do. However, it's always best if you're looking from a business perspective to start off with a strategy what you actually want to achieve on this platform, how you're using it, how often do you post, how, um, and how you're using it with all the different features. And this is where people like Justin come in that can help uh, with these kind of social media strategies. And we mentioned those in the first episode as well. Um, now, then I started to post a bit more strategically and thought like, okay, let's um, post um, specific things without pushing for a product or something, but just to inform people about certain things and providing value, transferring knowledge already, and start building up a profile about myself so that people start to get to know me better. But again, it wasn't so much about, okay, I'm going to post one time a day, I'm not really tracking the engagement, I don't know which time to post best, stuff like this, just to get to the next stage, and okay, I'm going to post a bit more strategically, the content at least then um, you need to start thinking about, okay, and how visually do I want to post this? So if you post um, about a new blog post that you had, or if you post another article that you want to show, um, if you want to um, post a video, do you always have specific filters? Do you have a specific frame? Do you have your logo on there? What kind of branding, visual identity are you actually using to post these posts and then you need to also think about um, how does this look when someone visits your profile okay if someone comes to your profile what does this profile look like overall not each single post but overall is it a bit like a chaos or is this specific structure and again if you go to my social uh, to my instagram you will see this all this development as well and you can see at the beginning oh random posts then ah, okay more specific posts for certain things there's a reason behind stuff <laughs> and then ah now it also starts to look a bit more like christine's branding and now um now you have actually a really specific structure so you always see in one row if you scroll down basically on all the feed one row is all videos the other row is all articles and the other row is all um, questions and quotes and stuff like this so it looks nice and tidy I have to say I really like it I really like looking at my Instagram feed <laughs> which is maybe a bit strange for people and then um, so this is about the posting but again like we said um, at the beginning as well it's it's not um, that everyone will see your post. And it is, I have to say, also very annoying um, by all these social media platforms that are changing the algorithm all the time. I do understand why they're doing things um, and they want to avoid uh, as much spam and robots as possible. 
Um, so they have to probably change algorithms um, as much, but it's it's really difficult to keep up with things. Um, I guess if you offer these kind of services to people, you have to, and this is what I mentioned at the beginning, you should talk to an expert who knows these things. Um, because for example, what I didn't know until a few months ago, that when you post something on Instagram, every single post gets a rating by Instagram of how many people engage with your post in the first two hours. Um, so if in the first two hours, no one likes, comments, or it does anything with your post, um, it will stop showing it to all your other followers. Um, and that also means you have to be really strategic and know when are your followers actually online. When do they start interacting with you and your posts? And how can you get them interacting even more? By posting questions, by asking like if you agree or something like that. So always have a little call to action in your posts. And then we have the same like we have on Facebook. And don't forget that Instagram is owned by Facebook. Um, we have the stories. <laughs> and uh, Cassian already mentioned in the last episode that stories get more engagement. And it's the same on um, Instagram. So use the stories. And the way I use the stories is to even put out more content. So I post once a day, actually, um, in my Instagram feed. And that means it always looks in that structure as well that you can see on there. Um, and it also means I post once a day and I am consistent. That's one thing. Consistency is key. Um, if you don't want, if you can't spend more time than posting once a day, that's fine. If you think I want to post three times a day, also great, but you have to do that all the time. Um, then uh, in the stories, I put even more stuff in and also some more storytelling and a bit more about myself and a bit of other things, maybe also some fun things. I might repost things in my story that I so think are of value for people that I didn't post. Um, and what you can do is also you can then obviously save those posts in highlights. And then you can create highlights um, in your... Uh, on your Instagram account that people might look at when they visit your profile. So it, you shouldn't save every single story in every single highlight, but you might have a certain ones. So for example, I have quotes, I have startup tips um, because I post startup tips uh, in the stories every day and then I save them in the highlights so people can review them. And then I do the same with marketing tips, um, stuff about my podcast, about this podcast here um, and so on. All that goes into the stories and the highlights. And then don't forget the live, going live on Instagram. Um, and uh, Cassian, I'm talking a lot, so feel free to jump in any time <laughs> as well. All but, right. No, just, I'm listening. It's very interesting what you're saying. So I'm like, oh, I'm learning something here as well. <laughs> it's just uh, sharing uh, what I went through and what everyone probably goes through when they start using mm. things. Um, but yeah, don't forget the life. And I feel also the life uh, gets a lot of attention. Um, even though if people may be, there's not many people live when you go live, if you test out different times and see what works best. And also make sure you announce the life. I'm going to go live this week with this person uh, at that time. Uh, you can actually set countdowns in Instagram that people can let's say sign up to and they get a reminder that someone goes live um, 
And when you go live, you can then save it in your IGTV. Again, it was changed recently and um, a lot of people were a bit confused because usually when you went live, it stayed in the stories and you could switch between stories and live for 24 hours. Um, but that disappeared unless you save it in your IGTV at this moment in time. Who knows when you listen to this it might be different again. Um, but if you go live, you have to save it in your IGTV if you want people to be able to see it afterwards. And you can even post, um, say, post a preview about this so it appears like a post as well and more and more people can see it. So that's um, one of the other things. You can also have a series. So you can, again, clean up your IGTV. So I have series, for example, where I do my live book readings and then the, um, the live book readings are saved in that specific series in my IGTV. And then I have... Um, uh, one IGTV channel, let's say, um, for the podcast stuff where I go live with the people from the podcast and so on. Um, but yeah, this, this is just to share a bit of my experience. Um, you need to have a strong profile so that people understand exactly what you're doing. And you need to think about what kind of profile do you want? Do you want a personal profile? Do you want a business profile? Do you want a hybrid? Um, so is it also you that's on the profile picture or is it your logo? So all these things you have to think about. And then you can grow your followers. You can grow them in different ways um, with these kind of things. But we go into that. So I'll, I stop talking for now and uh, maybe let Kerstin to talk a bit more about uh, what you do for the clients and also maybe some other tips mm -hmm. that you know about um, before we even look into further features and the reels that they literally uh, just released so if you listen to this um, it will be released for a while now um, but yeah Kerstin over to you for now yeah sure so I mean um, I can't put my finger on it when I exactly started using Instagram but I did see the difference to Facebook um, straight away so Instagram is a lot more visual um, which I quite enjoyed because if you think about it when they started we just started to use smartphones so we all took pictures of our breakfast and wanted to share it so Instagram Instagram came in at the right time for that. Um, that's also one of the reasons why I tell my clients not to put the same content on Facebook as they put on Instagram. You might want to use um, the same picture, but you can't just copy paste the text you, you posted with. So that's one of the main things I always keep reminding people that Instagram is a very different platform. Um, when I work with clients on Instagram, we usually use stories quite a lot, um, especially to get more engagement. So, for example, we do Insta polls. Um, we also do um, email marketing, meaning that we, we get people to sign up for newsletters. You can do that brilliantly with, with the stories. Um, and you can also put ads stories, so story ads. Um, so that more and more people will see your stories. Um, yeah, so that's what mainly I do with um, Instagram. And um, recently I've realized that um, Instagram is trying to get more video content out there, as you've just mentioned, also with IGTV and the lives. Um, and I think that's a reaction to the booming TikTok app. Yes, yes. And in the next episode, we're actually going to talk about TikTok as well. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. But yes, I think um, this is really 
um, what you said is is how you interact with people and you can do a lot with these stickers on Instagram stories. Like you said, yeah. you can have polls, you can ask questions, um, mm -hmm. you can share those responses also in the stories. You can add the countdown, like I said, and a lot of GIFs and stuff like this. So although I, I have to say um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all these are less, um, I don't want to say less professional, but I can't think of another way to say it than, for example, LinkedIn. Um, mm. So I would say Instagram and Facebook are always kind of a hybrid of personal stuff to put on and business stuff. And on LinkedIn, people tend uh, to focus a different strategy and make sure, okay, this is only professional thing. Although it starts changing as well. <laughs> I don't want to talk about LinkedIn yeah. now, but people start more and more to not distinguish between any social media platforms. I think it's very important to do that as well. To I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so I always tend to recommend um, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok to businesses who are in B2C, while LinkedIn for me personally is definitely B2B. Even though I have to say over, even behind B2B businesses are people and people are always customers. So it's, exactly. it's kind of, B2B is B2C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I do see where LinkedIn, why people on LinkedIn do a bit more about the personality and the personal branding as well. But yeah, as you said, we're not going to talk about LinkedIn now. <laughs> no, no. Um, but on, on Instagram as well, I think um, people say Instagram took over Facebook. I mean, in real life, Facebook took over Instagram if you look from a business point of view. <laughs> But if yeah. you are looking into, okay, more and more people are using Instagram rather than Facebook. Um, I think that has to do with the um, just a change in generation as well. Um, so like you and I said, okay, we didn't adapt Instagram immediately, maybe. Um, and we used still Facebook for a while more than Instagram. Now it started changing and depending on your target audience, you need to think about which works better for you or do you use all, do you just use one? But I think the generations and the way they absorb information um, is really different to back then. I mean, in on Instagram, you can only upload, for example, videos that are up to one minute. And there's a reason for mm -hmm. it because people scroll through quickly and people don't seem to have And I don't mean it in a bad or good way. I'm just stating the fact. Don't have an attention span that's very long. Um, on Facebook, you can upload videos uh, an hour if you want to. <laughs> um, this is where the IGTV comes in, obviously, where you can go live for longer and save it. But just for the pure feed and, and stories, there's really, really a limited time to get your message across. And even more important than to master this message and to craft the message in a way that it works and you monitor it and you adjust it along the way. Absolutely. And also a big difference I see is in the, in the, in the image, meaning that on Instagram, it has to be a lot more perfect. So while postings on Facebook may be a bit more about the content itself, let's say five tips to do stuff better or whatever that's something you can't do on instagram on instagram it's all about the image but also about 
um, being like perfect. I mean, obviously there is this uh, hashtag link in bio, but it's just a, a, a different hurdle. It's like um, on Facebook, you post your link and you can see a preview of that link and everything's fine. People know where, where they're going. But on Instagram, you can't do that. It's all about the visual. It's all about the image. Um, so I, yeah. I, I tend to, to get to know the business very, very well and see if there's actually a point in being on Instagram. I don't think that every business is meant to be on Instagram. No, I think every, not every business needs to be on any, every social media. I think yeah. probably yeah. one of them is right for every business. But even yeah. being, I, I know even businesses that don't even have a website are not on social media and nothing. And it's pure networking. Um, mm -hmm. but it's just the nature of what they're doing and um, they they don't I don't know they don't have uh, to have all of it my opinion is you should have a website because it's like the brochure of these days um, yeah. and you need a place where people can read more about you but it also can work all without but we're here to talk about social media so yes um, that's an interesting point having all this perfect uh, stuff on Instagram and you need mm -hmm. to create an image for something rather than just posting a link and it will create a preview on Facebook. Yeah, and I think also if you use um, Instagram as a as a private person, you always have like, for me, for example, if I post stuff on, on Facebook, that could be anything like from my breakfast to me going out for ice cream. While on Instagram, I'm much more aware of um, the style of the picture. It has to be like Instagrammy, mm. mm -hmm. um, and as an Instagrammy for me personally, it doesn't does, only means it has to be perfect. Mm. You know, you do filter, you cut it, you might do some, um, you know, get those wrinkles out of the picture mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I would never do that on Facebook. So mm. you have to understand. In, if you look at your target audience, people who are on Instagram, they want to see perfect. They want to see everything has to be Instagrammy, everything has to be stylish. So, um, for example, a plumber posting pictures of um, a, a drain, that, that's not Instagrammy. <laughs> so that's what I mean by... Um, the drain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean by saying make sure you find your target audience and understand your target audience and give them the content that they appreciate yes yes and Instagram also other social medias but Instagram was the first one probably that started with all the hashtags and how mm -hmm. people actually discover your content is a lot of times through the hashtag if they're not following you um, already um, and again there's a lot of strategies out there um, and you can't use all the, let's say, king hashtags at the beginning when when you don't have a lot of followers. You you don't use the hashtag that has uh, five million posts because then you are probably not likely to be seen easily on this hashtag. But you use maybe a similar hashtag that uses also an emoji with it or something that has just hundred thousand posts. Um, and then people can find you much easier. But again, this uh, episode is not going into so much detail. It's just sharing with you a bit of our experience and how you can use it and how, what you should look out for. But again, it's all about the strategy. It's all about the digital identity, let's say, that you portray on there um, and to make sure it's recognizable to be part of your brand. 
Yeah. And I, if you as a business think that Instagram is your place to be, then, but you're not that um, into Instagram yourself, then it's always nice to work with influencers on um, Instagram. I think that's a perfect way yeah. of not getting too much involved, but still be on there and get your, your target audience to see yeah. you. And this is really good that you say, because on Instagram, it's really normal and popular to use other Instagrammers um, to build up your profile. So that's by paid ads, obviously. That's by paid placements mm -hmm. on other people's pages. That's by being mentioned by them in stories. That's by influencers and so on. Um, that actually promote your page to their target audience. Again, there you just need to be uh, mindful that you are talking to people promote you um, that are representing what you like and also that have a similar target audience to what you have. So if I'm offering startup services and I ask uh, a chef uh, that's always cooking on Instagram to promote my page, I'm not too sure if it's the right one to spend your money and yeah. effort on. But if I go to um, entrepreneurial pages that have a lot of following and um, pay them to post something about me and my post, then that's more um, likely to have success and build up your following. Absolutely, I agree. And um, if if money is something you're always worried about, because on Instagram, influencers can be very, very expensive. I've heard of mm. people who paid $1,000 for one post and you don't even yep. know what you're getting from it. It could be nothing in the end. So what I always recommend is working with nano-influencers. So people who have less than 10,000 followers, but those um, followers are very engaged with the content that influencers are posting. So don't just go after someone who has 100,000 followers, but go after people who have a lot of engagement on their posts. Yes. So that could be, they only have 3,000 followers, but of those 3,000, they have seven, 800 people constantly interacting and engaging mm. with the content. So that's definitely something you should always be aware of when you choose influencers for your marketing. Yeah. And in general, you should create really fans and not just followers. So people mm. that really, really enjoy your content and they really believe in what you're doing and like to share it themselves. I'm not talking about influencers, but just uh, the, the followers you have. Um, like people that comment, that uh, like your post and that really like what you're doing and becoming a fan of what you're doing because that's the most valuable thing you can have. Okay, thank you so much. I think that's enough for this episode about Instagram. And um, I mentioned in the first episode that um, obviously you do all kind of online consultancy also when you um, introduce yourself, not just social media, SEO, by the way, if no one knows what that is, search engine optimization uh, and, and content, online content basically. However, you also started specializing a bit more in another one, which is TikTok. And this yes. is what we're going <laughs> to talk about in the next episode. So everyone stay tuned. And I'm looking forward uh, to talking to all of you next week and to talk to you again, Cassie. Thank you so much. I can't wait for the next episode, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speak to you then. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.